hello everyone and welcome to episode one blossom with the gossip if you don't know my name is blossom and i'm a young girl from detroit michigan i like to hear myself talk about what's going on inside my head and i figured that others would like to tune in too so as far as the channel i'm gonna cover many many different topics no episode will be the same as the last so we may talk about a political issue this week and we may be ranting about relationships next week be on the lookout for features from different people this season and keep in mind that this is a channel for all meaning i want opinions from everyone whether i agree or disagree with them half the time i disagree but that's not the point today i just want to share with you all about myself and exactly why i started my podcast when i was about four years old i was introduced to public speaking and i began to speak in front of crowds of over 100 plus people it was like a natural thing for me i wasn't i didn't have any stage fright it was just something that i I guess I had a calling, you know what I mean? I was an advanced child and I grew up to be very like bold and outspoken. I always had something to say. This led me to doing like narrative work and secretary duties as well. You know, it's mainly in school. I grew up in the church as well too, y'all. So a lot of times I was put on the spot, you know, doing Christmas speeches and monologues and things like that. And I just knew that whatever I did in life had to include showing others new ways of thinking and broadcasting my ideas, my opinions, and creativity to everybody. In school, I was really bright and I enjoyed learning and I was always getting comments from, you know, my teachers about like creating a platform for myself, specifically like, you know, something like YouTube. I look at YouTube more like an influencer's place and quite frankly, I won't be doing any fashion hauls or makeup tutorials. I, you know, may have a story time or two of course but i thought long and hard about what i what i wanted to do with my talent and exactly where i should share it and i began to like rant and chit chat in my close friends i mean all the time y'all i've been doing this since i was like 13 and people would just always say oh my god you're so funny but a lot of the times i go in there just to educate people and it's like bro we love to hear you talk you know you have a really good you know standpoint the things that you say are like really valid you should go somewhere with this And I used to be so self-conscious about that because in my head, I'm like, you know, people have always told me I talk too much or here she go. Here she go. You know what I'm saying? When I get the ranting about something and it's like I wasn't silenced, but I just took a different approach. Well, not even a different approach. I just took to a different audience. I'm like, you know what? Not everybody deserves to hear this. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like I went, you know in a different route now because I was so concerned about what other people would think and now I'm learning that this is about me <laughs> so you know what I'm saying the support I got off of like you know I got a lot of support off of like 45 to 60 60 second videos and that was crazy to me I'm like I can grab someone's attention for over two minutes because I would rant like I would have like a 60 second video then I have another one then another one and people would listen to the whole thing I'm like If I can capture someone's attention for that long, I know for a fact people would love to listen to me for about 20 to 30 minutes. And everybody was like, bro, you need to start a podcast. Like, you be talking, you be spitting, you know what I'm saying? People got to hear that. And, you know, I looked into it. And I already listened to a few podcasts myself. I actually wanted to shout out this one girl. Her name is um, As Told by Kenzie. I love her podcast. I've been following her for years. And, like, I've just watched her grow. And when she actually, you know, came about with her podcast... It was so crazy because it reminded me so much of myself and what I wanted to do. So I started like taking notes from her and listening to how like she orchestrates and how she puts together her podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like her intro and how she concludes and exactly what she talks about. And it keeps you interested. It keeps you on your toes for the next episode. And I really wanted to, you know, be able to deliver that with you all. 
And I thought that, you know, a podcast would be the perfect idea for me based off what I was hearing, what I was listening to, what I was studying on my own. And YouTube may come into play later on in my career. But as for now, we just going to vibe and talk (laughs) because I feel like YouTube is a place where I would want to show y'all more of what I'm doing instead of how I'm feeling. And what I, you know, I just want people to be able to to express themselves here. And I can't really do that with YouTube at the moment. So I wanted to start, you know, start fresh and start here. You know what I mean? So I'm a big advocate for black women's mental and physical health. And I was wondering, like, how I could spread my info across the world. And a podcast seemed like the perfect idea because I was going through so much. I want to say around, around this time last year. And I'm like, you know, I got to tell people this. People need to hear this, you know, to educate themselves and to keep themselves aware. People need to hear, you know, a case like mine so that they can, you know, be on the lookout for things like this, especially a black woman, because we go very um, unheard in the medical industry, you know, because they think we're too dramatic or, you know, things of those sorts. We just don't we don't matter. And I thought that with my podcast, I could explain that to people and I can make people more open-minded to different opinions and ideas because when I was growing up I was you know very opinionated but I had a habit of being kind of small-minded I didn't like to hear what other people had to say (laughs) like it was literally my way or the highway like okay yeah you said what you said I said what I said but after I'm, I'm done talking you shouldn't have anything else to say because I'm right I still think that way but like now <laughs> I don't mind hearing what other people have to say it's actually more interesting to hear other um, points of views because just because I may think a certain way sometimes you have to look into different trains of thought you know what I mean so just because I feel this way because of how I grew up someone else may disagree with me because of how they grew up or what they've experienced so it's all about I wouldn't even necessarily say diversity it's really just about being free to hear open-minded people you know what I mean to understand that not everyone will agree on anything because if i'm being honest if we all agreed on the same thing there would be no new ideas if we all felt the same way about everything nobody would have a new pitch nobody would be able to organize in a different way people have to have individuality and that's what makes us different that's why i believe that the the term average is a myth i never really understood average because every person is different For example, with school, a C, you know, 70 to what, 78 percent around that is average. What is average? We have to define that. Average is regular. What is regular? You know what I mean? Because with average, I feel like that means you're doing just enough. You're not here, but you're there. You know what I mean? Like you you could be, but you're here. Not really there yet. And I just think that not only is it unfair, it's, it's literally not real it's a myth you know what i mean like the myth of average and i was watching a ted talk about this as well because people set themselves in that in that tone in an average tone people set themselves in that position because it it keeps them protected from trying new things being better doing better experiencing more and growing chasing their dreams if you're stuck in that myth of average you'll never do better you'll never want better And I feel as though a lot of people in my generation, you know, Gen Z, we have a habit of either setting ourselves in the tone and the myth of average or we go above and beyond that. 
And I feel like we're starting to all go above and beyond that. But a lot more people have to stop being so small minded. So many people have to jump outside of that box. Why is it even a box? Why it can't be a circle? You know what I mean? But people literally have to move themselves out of a certain, you know, standpoint and actually try to venture off because I feel like people really should, you know, chase their dreams instead of worrying about the outcome of their craft. And that ties into the myth of average people. Well, you know, I'm not really that good at that. So it's probably not even going to work out. I don't think I'm going to do it. That's not right. That is not the mindset that you need to have. You will never grow if you think like that. That is a belittling mindset. You'll never be able to branch off and learn who you are because experiences and and failure makes you who you are. You know what I'm saying? Because it's how you learn. You don't gain your balance without training wheels immediately. You may have to fall off a few times. You don't know how to skate as soon as you get on the rink. You have to fall a few times and get back up. Build that balance. You might wobble, but eventually you learn. So with that being said, I just feel like that's where my podcast comes in. I was so worried about what other people would say about me and what people would feel like, you know, oh, girl, ain't nobody finna listen to her talk for no 10, 20 minutes. Ain't nobody got time for that. You know what I'm saying? That's what I kept thinking about myself because of what I've been told, because of what people have said to me. But then I kept looking at the downside of this instead of the bright side, because on the bright side, people were really supporting me and telling me like, you know what? You need to do this. You should. I just didn't know where to start. And it's like, as I got older, I realized like, you know, now or never, (laughs) because I have so much on my mind and so many things that I want to, you know, experience with you all. And so many, you know, topics that I want everybody to have an input in. See, even though this is a pot, this is my podcast and I'm going to be the one talking, I'm going to have episodes where I feature other people, specifically people who think different than I do. You know what I'm saying? And I want different opinions out there so people will be able to, you know, let their minds wonder, let their, you know, creativity flow with these different opinions and these different, you know, uh, people, individuality. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like with this, I wanted this to be a safe space for everybody. I wanted everyone to be able to talk about how they feel and not feel like they're being judged. I wanted people to be able to come to my podcast or turn this on and listen to it while you're in your car or while you're at work or on your way home from school or during your lunch break. Just take a minute to listen to exactly what I'm saying or exactly how I'm feeling because I know for a fact that there's somebody else out there that's feeling the same way as me. By the way, y'all, I'm 16. So (laughs) I don't just want this audience to be full of teenagers. I want this to be full of adults as well because I can hold conversations with just about anybody. And sometimes these conversations are meant to be had. Sometimes teenagers, I believe that teenagers and parents should listen to this together because these conversations need to be had with each other. Children need to be feeling more comfortable with their parents and feeling like they have, you know, what's the word? Hmm, What is the word I could use for that? Children need to feel like they have a voice. Because children are allowed to have a different point of view with their parents. It's either, you know, with your parents, it's like, you know, it's my way or the highway. Like, you have no say. You know what I'm saying? You do as you're told. Because that's how we all grew up, pretty much most of us. But I feel like when kids and parents listen to this with each other, 
we all can chime in and say, well, you know, I agree on that. As a parent, you can say, well, I agree on that. I will understand why my child would feel this way because you have to think I'm a 16 year old. You know what I'm saying? So there may be many 16 year olds who feel the same way I'm feeling. And if they're listening to this with their parents or or with an older sister or, you know, somebody with authority or that's older than them. It'll give everybody time to think like, well, you know, maybe I felt the same way at 16. Maybe I felt the same way now. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe I know that my child has brought this up to me before and I kind of ignored it because I thought, you know, she's just going through a phase. And I feel like that should be broken off. That whole, oh, she's going through a phase or, you know, she'll grow out of it. I think that that whole thing is just so toxic and so ignorant when it comes to a child and coming of age you know what i'm saying because we as people find ourselves through those quote-unquote phases we learn what exactly it is that we want to do with our lives and how we want to be portrayed in the world through those phases you know what i'm saying so when people say oh girl you know she gay right now she she called what they say she called herself liking girls it's just a phase (laughs) And I've heard so many parents say that about their, you know, kids that are part of the LGBTQ community. And that is another point that I'm trying to make. Let's break that curse. Let This is all about breaking generational curses. I didn't know what I wanted to call this topic today, but let's call it that. Let's break generational curses. Let's break these curses as a whole, specifically within youth and the black community. Because it happens with us so often. That's why we're always made into these stereotypical angry black people you know what i'm saying that's why we're always taught that we're ignorant and we don't have any knowledge and we're not original the whole time we, we we're the blueprint <laughs> for everyone we really are and gen z is as well you know what i'm saying we've created so many new things especially with technology so you know what i'm saying i feel like we should break those curses and really try to make others aware and get everyone engaged because we can't just have one specific group of people listening to this and then we have a whole another group on the other side of the planet that wouldn't understand what I'm saying or even try to hear me because of how they've grown up because of how they've been taught and how they teach their children and the people around them their environment alongside breaking generational curse we have products of our environments for example people who lose their lives to you know gun violence even if it's senseless we are sad as it sounds products of our environment when it comes to people who you know live in poverty how much do we hear that going on within our you know our communities and for some of us it doesn't even shock us i'm from detroit michigan the east side to be exact and it's killers every other day it's double shootings and triple shootings and fights gone wrong drug deals gone bad quote-unquote road rage if you know you know and i just feel like we're too conditioned to it we're too used to it we're too used to seeing it and i feel like with a lot of us it doesn't affect us anymore and then you have some people who feel like well you know if you can't beat them join them and i don't want people to ever have that mentality about anything that they do (laughs) what's what's that trying to say if you can't beat them join them better make your decision absolutely not do your own thing. If you can't beat them, do your own thing. You know what I'm saying? If you go to the mailbox and it ain't no mail, you wait till the next day, okay? Don't try to fit in with people just because you feel like you can't branch off and do what you want to do because of where you are. Because let me tell you something, you most definitely can. 
I could be a product of my environment. You know what I'm saying? As, as much crime and teen pregnancies and domestic violence and suspensions and high school dropouts that we have in our community, I decided to be more than that. But you have people who really cannot get out of that mentality or get out of that you can't beat them, join them, you know what I'm saying, mentality because of how they grew up. Generational curses, once again, y'all. If your mother and your father is doing the same things that you're doing, let's say, for example, my father is dead, so I'm using an example. Let's say, for an example, you're a 16-year-old boy, you grew up on the west side, okay, Linwood and Dexter area, all right? Your dad in jail. Your mama, she working about two jobs. You got two little brothers and a sister. You know what I'm saying? You trying to make ends meet. Your mama at work. So you don't really have a way to feed you and your siblings when your mama ain't there. So you selling drugs now. You know what I'm saying? You selling drugs now. The same thing your daddy and them that got locked up for. You selling drugs now. You think you that. You got the money. You taking care of your family. You doing what you supposed to do. Your mama turned a blind eye to it. She see what's going on. She's concerned, but at the same time, she's not because you bringing money in the house. She don't got to work as much as she used to. Two jobs turned into one. One job turned into part-time. You know what I'm saying? So let's really take this stuff into consideration, y'all. Let's say this boy, you know what I'm saying? He's selling drugs and stuff, but he wanted to play basketball. Let's say he went to King. He wanted to, you know, go into professional basketball, go to the NBA. He probably wanted to play for the Lakers or something. But he can't because now he's tarnished his his image with being a drug dealer. Now that's what everybody know him for. All the fiends know him. Everybody in the hood know him. He hood, he hood famous. Ghetto fabulous, if you will. And about three years into this, you know, image that he's portrayed for himself, he gets killed. You know what I'm saying? Let's really think about that. And then the mothers go back and they say, my child ain't never did no wrong. My child was a good child. Everybody loved him. He ain't never had no enemies in these streets. Let's stop that because it's not true. Let's stop that. Let's stop those curses. Let's stop putting these kids in positions to be parents when they shouldn't have to be. Children should be children for as long as they can be. There's a difference between independence and really throwing your child to the wolves. Because that's what a lot of parents have done with their children. You've left them out to learn everything on their own. So they only just about can learn from what they see and what they experience and not everybody has the same outcome just because i see what's going on in my neighborhood and i don't think it's for me and i want to do differently don't mean that another child is thinking like that you know what i'm saying because in my household i have an opinion and my opinions are valid most of the time and i get to you know have discussions with my mom about how i feel and it wasn't always like this you know what i'm saying at first I was scared to talk to her about certain things. I was scared to address certain things. I didn't know how to go about certain conversations with her because, you know, I felt like I was walking on eggshells the whole time. She really wanted to hear that from me. She wanted me to have my own opinions and think, you know, in my own way. And when I started to show this to her, that's when I was able to, you know, have certain discussions and conversations with her without that barrier. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like with a lot of kids now, how do you go to your parents and tell them, oh, you know, I'm tired of raising your kids and having to sell drugs to make sure the ends meet. I want to be a kid. How do you go about telling that to your parents? Because we feel like we owe it all to them. A lot of them do. We feel like we owe it all. We feel like we have to do that. A lot of these young kids feel like they have to be the man of the house. And it's not right. It's not, it's not, you know what I'm saying? Something that should be 
normalized just like teen pregnancy things that shouldn't be normalized high school dropouts things that shouldn't be normalized i know we all hear that school ain't for everybody but let's be real here high school i feel like that diploma can bring you so many different places because that's another way that people end up products of their environment simply because i don't have a high school diploma so i can't get a job nine times out of ten high school dropouts cannot get certain jobs without that diploma so okay i have no high school diploma right because i was too busy having to raise my mom's children by selling drugs and i had no time for school i had no time for that right so you can't even try to attempt to change your life around because you can't go back to get your ged either you know what i'm saying let's just say worst case scenarios y'all so you know what i'm saying you selling drugs you trying to you know help your family out and you can't you can't you are you become a product of your environment simply because there were so many roadblocks in your upbringing because so many things were not enforced like i said school for a lot of families for a lot of people wasn't enforced with them growing up my grandfather rest in peace to him he dropped out of school when he was in i believe fifth grade so imagine a man having the education of a fifth grader trying to you know what i'm saying get a job you know and he ended up having to move here because he's from mississippi he ended up having to move here just so he could get a job at general motors you know what i'm saying so it's like people really don't understand the advantages that they have right in front of them simply because the people around them never made it that special never made it like it was that important you see everybody around you no shade a lot of us are were first high school graduates first college grads or the first ones to even make it into college in our families because a lot of us don't go to school like come on now let's be real how many families do we know how many family members do we know that did not finish school and people were so proud of us because we got into this and i'm you know i, I go to cast tech not too much i don't even want to get into that good school overrated yada 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 anyways you know what i'm saying you, you you're being praised for graduating you're being praised to for stepping foot into high school because a lot of your family members weren't able to have that privilege for example my mother she didn't go to high school at all so me going to the school that i'm going to and passing and actually you know stepping foot into high school and completing you know be a damn near done she's over the moon about it and it's so crazy how unnormalized it is and it's really unfair to a lot of kids to see that they feel as though you know these type of accomplishments aren't counted for but if you bring in some money hell yeah you know what i'm saying your mom on your side 100 percent. she don't give a damn what you doing to make that money as long as you making it and that is such a terrible mindset but that is a stereotypical black household you know what i'm saying in today's day and age but what i really want people to understand is that there are so many like i said there are so many roadblocks to stopping people from reaching their full potential but i want everybody to take things personal take your future personal take your career personal take your goals personal take your future personal what you want to do with your life that is you you can't save everybody huh like uncle clifford said you can't save every hoe okay you have to you know what i'm saying do things for you you can't always tread or dwell on what you could have done for those around you sometimes you have to break yourself out of that situation just to help the others that are looking up to you 
a lot of these dudes that do what they do they have young kids looking up to them saying man i want to be just like him he got the nice cars he got this he got that if we want to reach those you know if we want to actually teach these kids good things and we want them to be just like us we have to start setting examples i didn't have any examples in my life really to show me aside from my grandma to show me you know what i'm saying this is what you should be wanting to do in life and if you want nice things you have to work for it nobody really because my mama used to deal back in the day and you know what i'm saying i didn't want that lifestyle and she definitely didn't want that lifestyle for me you know what i'm saying but of course i want the luxury of course you know what i'm saying i'm a black girl from the east side of course i want that luxury you know what i'm saying and it was never instilled in me on how to go about that properly until my grandma started to show me you know there's so many different ways to you know advance yourself and your mindset and your career and i took all of those gems that she you know gifted upon to me and i implemented them into my life into every aspect of my life i live by so many different rules that she taught me growing up that i couldn't understand then but i 100 percent get it now um i just want people to understand that we cannot help ourselves until we cannot help each other until we start helping ourselves so we cannot expect for these kids to you know go on to college and get good careers and get good jobs and you know what i'm saying unless it's implemented in them unless it's instilled in them how many of us have heard our parents say they came from nothing you know what i'm saying who wants that who wants that for this generation there's too many resources for our children to go you know what i'm saying untaught and be you know ignorant as they grow up we don't want that for one another or each other you know what i'm saying for our children and things like that so i just think that with the breaking generational curses it really has to be a team effort it can't just be one person who wants to change it has to be all of us which is you know what i'm saying what leads me into why i don't understand why we have old people as government officials old people as our representatives it makes no sense they have the mindset of a nigga from the 1940s. They don't know shit about 2000s. You know what I'm saying? They don't understand our point of views. They don't understand what we feel are, you know, what, what we feel is immoral or what we feel is a human right. Hell, Roe v. Wade, our bodies should not be determined. Our body, our care and our bodies should not be implemented in a, 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 a bill. You know what I'm saying? In a, in a, in a, in a, in a court case. You know what I mean? It's our bodies. We should be able to do what we want to do with them. But unfortunately, women have never had that type of say. But women not having a say is something that originated from back in the days. How can I expect people who were born in the 1940s and watched their moms cook clean and wash everything and get beat on by, you know what I'm saying, their husbands? How can I expect children, you know what I'm saying, the products of those environments to understand where we're coming from? Because we're breaking that. We don't we don't live by that anymore. But of course, you have people in the government who feel as though these things are still right. They feel as though it should be constitutional. And it's not fair. We need more younger officials. I don't know. There should be an age range. I feel like 26 to I'll say about 65 should be the rank where between those ages. Okay, cool. If you above that, absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? But um i feel like you all get the point um i'm working on a way to conclude my podcast but for right now i'll keep it at uh wear a condom stay in school 
And remember that you can always lay it all out on the table with Blossom with the Gossip. And I'll see you all next week. Thanks for tuning in.